Hey everybody, uh, this is Coach Wellington here with I Represent the 2%. We are super excited to be back with you. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks since we've had a guest sit down with us. Um, this time last week I was a guest on another uh, podcast and unable to record. We're really excited to be back with you. And um, tonight we're going to talk about um, just opportunity and, you know, trusting God and moving forward and, um, you know, sticking to plan A, you know, and, and just being focused on, you know, where it is that you recognize the Lord is taking you. And so tonight our guest is Torian Wood. He is a credit mogul in the making and um, he works with uh, Financial Education Services. His current title is uh, Executive Sales Director and he's gonna tell us about his organization and how things are uh, functioning and flowing, the services that he provides, you know, give you an opportunity to give his uh, contact information. So if you need to do business on that side, clean up your credit. Of course, of course, bless you. Of course um, financial education, financial literacy, um, group economics. Uh, these are these are the things that are going to free us going forward. So without further ado, welcome to I Represent the 2%, Tori Youngwood. How you doing, man? I'm doing. I want to uh, thank you for, uh, you know, reaching out and you know establishing, uh, you know, where we can, you know, come together and do a, a you know, a live together and just give value. You know, um, I, like I said, I really appreciate that. You didn't have to. You could have thought of anybody else, but you, you know, uh, you know, we've been knowing each other since high school. You know, so uh, to watch, you know, to watch the growth from high school to now is absolutely amazing and then be able to you know work out with you and run with you in the different things spend time i really appreciate it definitely you know it's a blessing for me to um meet young people every year you know and and never know who's going to stick around who i'm going to know later who i'm going to work with maybe do business with be able to counsel um you know you as as a teacher as an educator you are, you just throw seed, throw seed, throw seed. And, you know, we're not necessarily, I'm not selling a product as it were, I'm selling a mindset, you know, in, in high school, you know, to get people to kind of transition, you know, and so get, get them kind of ready for, start thinking a little bit broader than, um, you know, just video games and you know girls and you know stuff like that dances and kickbacks and that kind of stuff so um you know i'm glad to you know that we've been able to thank god for you know social media some people call it the devil but i you know i've had a great opportunity to you know connect with old friends old students i mean and you know you guys are you know your group is young but um you know, y'all just hitting 30. My first, my first baby's from Eastside. Y'all just hit 30. So, you know, it's good to welcome y'all into the, the crossover stage. And, um, but yeah, man. So, so tell us, uh, how did you, how did you get to, in the midst of a global shutdown, a national shutdown, how did you grow your business 10X in this last uh, 365 days? 
don't know if you want to start there or if you want to go back further or you know whatever however, whichever way you want to flow man that's a good uh it's a good question man um i'll say the first thing yeah i'll go back a little bit um i'll say the first thing uh before i started uh this business i was a major gambler you know i had an addiction mm. gambling i always wanted to make income uh but i just didn't know which way to go i was working a job wasn't satisfied with the amount of money that I was making and you know I was, I was I was trying to figure out ways on how to flip my money and I remember walking home one night and um you know uh, what happened was I lost $500 in about two minutes at the gambling house and uh, I decided to walk out I decided to walk out you know leave I was done you know on this walk this is where the change had took place for me I told God I was like you know God I'm, I'm way better than this I should be more around influential people and people uh, that have what I desire yeah. and I told God I said you know what I'm, I'm done you know and I really believed in my heart that I was really sincere uh, with with my talk with God at that time it was my breaking point it was where like I was I was broken because I was like man I, I've gambled every everything I had like I'm always losing I wanted to win you know yeah. I wanted what it was like to win so um i wrote the uh god gave me a vision two months ago prior but i didn't write write it down because i didn't i didn't see a financial gain from it all right i got it down on paper um and once i got it down on paper um that's where uh god started moving some things around two weeks later i got connected to a realtor uh actually a mortgage law officer named shayla johnson and then Shayla Johnson connected me to um, a pastor named Corey Saxton, who's okay. currently a pastor in Palmdale, uh, right next to P. Knight. And, um, you know, uh, that's where the journey really began. You know, I he took me under his wing, um, introduced me to some really successful people. But for, for me, it was, he. I feel like he gave me, it, he did something special for me, man. I feel like the fact that I met him, he gave me the ability to, make uh to acquire wealth and i think i I don't take that lightly because there's not a lot of people that were given the opportunity you know there's not you know jobs weren't really giving the opportunity to be flexible have time freedom and really to dream again you know because when you think of a job sometimes it's like man i already know what i'm going to be getting i already know what i'm looking forward to but he get you know seeing this vehicle it was like you know what i can take off with this you know and my credit score was already bad as it is. It was a 414. So I was like, you know, at what, what what else do I have to lose? You know, so I was like, you know what? Let me get my credit fixed uh, and yeah. make some anger at the same time, right? So good start. First, yeah, good start, you know? So uh, within the first 60 days, uh, me being a part of this platform, my credit went up from a 414 to a 520. So when I seen that, I was like, you know what? I got something here. Yeah. Bingo. You know, this is gonna be a changer. We live in Lancaster. So many people uh, in Lancaster, their credit score is not where it needs to be. So I was like, you know, this is a perfect vehicle for me to really pioneer. And that's exactly what I did. I was like, you know, I'm about to tell everybody. I don't care if I know you. We don't have to know each other. I'm inbox strangers. I'm inbox realtors, mortgage officers, lenders. I'm gonna tell everybody about this business. And um, you know, it wasn't always easy. Now it's still not easy to this day. Um, I just, I never gave up. I, I believed in myself because if God gave me the vision, then it's obviously something that I have to do here. And I was like, you know what? We're gonna get, we're gonna get it done. So um, I remember September through December were my slowest months. It's where when my car got repoed, uh, repossessed. This is, this is, this is 2020. 
2019. 2019. Okay, cool. All right. So um, my car got repossessed 2019 in September. Uh, multiple uh, payer quit notices on my door, behind on rent, uh, like about $4,500. And mm. you know, like, for me, I don't stress over things I can't control. If I can't control it, I'm not about to stress about it. It just makes no sense. I, at, the end, at the end of the day, it's like, I, you know what my circumstances are. Like, I put this in your hands. There's nothing I can do. Yeah. So um, I continue. I continue. I continue the business. I never gave up. I kept on going despite adversity, despite tribulations and so forth. And I remember February 2020 was where my breakthrough month had happened. It's when I hit a position called regional sales director. Um, and I had my big, one of my biggest months where I made over $7,400. Um, and, and that came because of me never giving up and never quitting. So, yeah. you know, now that we're entering into, you know, this next month of February, COVID just starting, uh, just got a, a convention February 1st through the, through the 4th. Very good convention. I'm feeling good. I was like, you know what? I got to take this thing to the next level. You know, despite the distractions around me and different things, I got, I, I, I want to make something of myself. You know, yeah. so, so really using social media, uh, social media was like really, it helped out a lot. You know, having the ability to network <clears throat> as many people as I can and uh, developing a following, you know, developing a follow, developing that trust and be uh, using that social media and establishing a social media presence, you know, was able to build a successful business, you know, that's still going on. I mean, uh, looking at the beginning of uh, February 2020, we're probably at like maybe 45 business partners. Now, 2021, April 25th, we're at about 130, you know, so, nice. so extreme, extreme growth there, but it took a lot of work, persistence, believing in myself. I had to rebuild my organization twice. What that means is some of my top leaders had left and I had to go find other people to help me accomplish the vision of this business. And that's the vision is to help more uh, people become homeowners, right? But not only that, help other people understand financial literacy and financial freedom. Absolutely. It's huge because until you can, until you can go into the bank and set the terms, you know, um, until you're in a position at the car dealership to set the terms and define, um, you know, the parameters in which you will work. Um, and, and by that, I mean, you already have the check, right? You've already negotiated the loan. So now all you're doing is who's going to make the deal that I want to make? It's really when you when you have when you have a 414, you you have no buying power, as it were, um, as it as it relates to credit. You walk into Best Buy and they're like, "No, you cannot get a TV." And you're like, "Man, I can't get a TV." You know what I mean? I can't. You know, if you go to a car dealership, a used car dealership, they'll give you a car. Oh, easy, easy, easy finance. You know, uh, credito facile and all of that, but it's going to be a 28% interest. It's going to be a 35% interest. You're going to pay 10 times what that car, what the sticker price was on that because of the, you know, the finance charges. And that's all about that credit score. And so um, the earlier we can get people to understand how money works, understand the language that, that they're going to hear, the, 
terminology they need to at least understand on a, on a cursory level when they walk into a financial institution and ask for, um, you know, 300, 400, 500, $800,000 to purchase a, a property, uh, whether it's a single family residence, or, you know, a duplex, multiple family, you know, sort of property. Um, yeah, that's, that's great. But, you know, to, to go from, again, in that, you know, in the, in the pandemic, in the pandemic, which is what you, you made it out to be, um, you go from 45 people in business with you to 130 partners. And that's, that's wonderful. Cause you know, it's, it's, that's, that's a lot of plates to be able to get a fork, fork full from, you know, and that's really good. Um, it's a lot less work that you have. So you mentioned social media, um, and the ability to, you know, contact people and, and network and, and, you know, reach out and, and share, you know, um, the good news of, you know, financial opportunity through, you know, the credit repair, um, business, um, that you're in financial education. Um, was there, was there a moment that you recognized that no was, that each no brought you closer to the next yes? What, what, can you think back to one particular, um, you know, moment when you just, you know, just started laughing at the no? And like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll see you in a couple of weeks. You'll be back. Um, let me go, let me move on to the next one at this moment. That's a good question. I'm gonna say, I remember uh, talking to a lady uh, about the business, and you know, uh, you know, I was constantly hitting her up over time. Finally, got in contact with her. She was a realtor, and she was just telling me, you know, uh, MLMs or you know, network marketing doesn't work, and. Um, you know, only the people at the top make the money, make the money. And then, wait, then, wait, before you go any further, what, what, who does she work for? What, I mean, I mean, just what company? Like she, she's, she's with, she's either with Century 21, she's with, uh, you know, uh, Remax or one of, you know, Keller Williams and going to say that multi-level marketing doesn't work, even though you're not the broker. But anyway, go ahead. Don't, you know, don't name it. Don't name it. It's all good. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember, but you know what, that conversation, she was like, you know what, the only people that at the top make money, I've been a part of this, I did this, and, you know, watch when you start to get, you know, higher up, you start to enter these rooms, and really start to tell you the truth about these network marketing companies, and, you know, um, if he, I was trying to recruit her in my business, but she gave me, um, she passed on discomfort, like, what I was was not going to work uh it doesn't matter how hard you work you'll never get to the top and you know for me i you know i love i love building you know building gives me adrenaline you know so when i'm you know out there recruiting I, and i get go through a no that's one less person i got to talk to you're making my job easier you know so when she said no I quickly unfollowed her. I unfollowed that. I pressed the unfollow, so I didn't see none of her posts in my newsfeed. Mm. And that, that was all she wrote. But that, but the the nose that I got, you know, whether it was a customer or a business partner, it didn't stop me because I, for me, it was no other option. I wasn't going back to a nine to five. So sooner or later, I realized that okay, you know what? Um, just because this person says no, does not mean that. The rest of these 3.1, 5.1 billion people on Facebook are going to say no. There's way too many people to say no. 
what I'm saying? Somebody's gonna see value in what you're doing, but it's about value that you're giving. So a lot of times, Mr. Wellington, like um, people may say no in the beginning, but if you keep on promoting yourself, keep on promoting your business and so forth, they'll come back around. They'll come back around because they see that you're not stopping, you're not giving up on yourself. So it has to be something that this product is doing for you to keep on going. It has to be. That's right, absolutely. It's similar, you know, the the thing that I understand uh, maybe best about multi-level marketing is that it's so much like proselytizing in the church. You're all you're doing, all you're doing. You, you know, um, T.D. Jake said that his sister told him that sharing the gospel is one beggar telling another beggar where to find the bread, right? <laughs> and so, if you are in a position where you can eat every month, every week, twice a week, a couple times a week, you know, every time the FedEx truck, you know, comes down the block, they're dropping a check off at your door or you're getting a ping for a deposit from, you know, whatever product that went through. Um, you know, that's a that's that's teaching a man to fish. And for for the for the Christians among us and you know in our audience this evening or whenever, they'll get that, they'll catch that reference. Um, you know, it's so vastly important um, you know to share you know the truth when you have it when when you've got the opportunity and you look at you look at everybody in your generation and you say man you guys are miss you're not you're missing the point right <laughs> you're you're missing when i say you're missing the point i mean you're not traveling you're not seeing anything different you're at, you're looking at the same four walls every day you know you you know what i mean you look maybe older than you should you, you know you're not taking care of yourself you know blah 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 we'll do it. and there's so much more out there yeah. um, you have you were um tell us about um you know I, I know you were doing a little bit of traveling um you know last year you were traveling when almost nobody else was traveling i was like uh Jory, Jory was gone. I was like, I was, I was at the house with a mask on, and you, you know, you were gone. And I was like, so, what made you comfortable traveling? What made it, um, you know, you know, besides, you know, just vacationing? Were you, you know, was there some business that you were doing? What, what was motivating you to to go ahead and travel and just be like, you know, I'm out of here. Yeah. Well. Even before COVID, you know, um, gotta go back. I've been on multiple cruises. Um, always like vacationing, you know. Uh, I, there's nothing, you know, I never let anything stop me from, you know, doing the things that I wanted to do, you know. And probably why, you know, uh, it didn't work for me, and you know, working at a job place, I could, I wanted to, Victoria, I wanted to do what he wanted to do all day, always, but that doesn't work. They have policies and procedures in place. so. Um, you know, coming from a place where I've been on multiple cruises in the Caribbean, you know, uh, been to Bahamas, been to uh, multiple islands in the Dominican Republic, been to, uh, you know, Barbados, St. Thomas, St. Martin, St. Lucia, all those different islands um, in Jamaica and seeing all the different things that God has for us. It's like, okay, yeah, COVID is out, uh, but 
you know, I, I, I caught COVID February in, in 2020 of February. So, you know, I was really sick. I nursed myself back to health. So I was like, you know what, I caught COVID. I feel like it's a flu. I really, you know, I, I, I felt like as long as I just be safe and, uh, you know, wear my mask, I'll be okay. You know, but what was driving me was, you know, I had a significant other in Chicago. You know, I had a significant other in Chicago that I was trying to get to know and, you know, trying to uh, make some things work and do business with and, you know, just trying to, you know, pursue um, something that, you know, that I wanted to see blossom. You know, I was, uh, I, I, I really liked the certain individual and she made me happy and, you know, it was, it was just, I, I loved her, you know, so love will make you do some crazy things, you know, while COVID, I'm still traveling uh, 3,000, 5,000, 10,000 miles across, you know, to Chicago. So me personally, I was like, you know what, God, if, if I'm going to catch COVID, I'm going to catch it, you know what I'm saying? But I'm going yeah. to live my life, you know, I'm going to live, what, what, the thing is this, if, if you're going to catch it, it's going to happen. That's just how it is. Um, let's see. Um, so, so let's go back to the business really quickly. So when, when you, what's the first thing if there's, I mean, let's, let's, let's give some, some value, you know, as you, as you stated earlier, let's give a little bit of value. Uh, printers running in the back. Uh, let's give a little bit of value. What's a couple of credit tips that you can share, um, you know, with, you know, just the average individual, the, the first couple of things that you're going to talk to a, a person about um, as you begin to meet with them. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, first, first, I would say, um, you know, uh, that 35% of your overall credit is your payment history. The second thing is your utilization rate. So you want to make sure that you're uh, paying your bills on time because uh, any late payment can drop your score anywhere from 50 to over 100 points. Mm -hmm. um, make sure that you keep your credit card usage down below 30%. So that means you got a thousand dollar credit card. You don't want to spend over $300 because credit usage is very important that uh, when you have a car, they're not saying to use that whole amount. Like that's not your money. You have to use you have to use it responsibly. So. You know, the first thing we want to we want to do is see exactly you know what's what's on your credit report. You know, what negative items are affecting your credit score. Um, you know, of course, we prepare dispute letters uh, for every last negative item that's on your credit report. But not only that, we want to see you know what are you doing to build credit. You know, because there's a lot of people that uh, you know have um, bad credit. Uh, they have a you know just they no. There's a lot of people that don't have any negative items on their credit report but they don't have no positive history. So you, yes. need, you need positive history on that credit report, whether it's self-lender. Um, it used to be my jewelry club, but they stopped my jewelry club from reporting to the bureaus. So there's different um, you know, companies that you can use uh, to report on your credit as a positive uh, history. There's an app called Kickoff uh, that where you buy subscriptions. Okay. Um, download this and it'll help you with um, establishing payment history and usage. Remember, I always said 35% of your overall credit is payment history. So if your payments on this kickoff app every month, your salary is going to help you build up payment history. And then the usage, you want to make sure you keep that usage down. The two biggest things, 
about our credit is those two. And that's why people are uh, having bad credit because of those things. They're missing payments or utilization. But not only that, sometimes, uh, you know, you, you establish debt, you know, with different creditors. Maybe you forgot to pay your Time Warner bill and they sent to collection. Maybe you left uh, uh, Verizon, you know, uh, in a hurry. You, you know, you want to switch over to T-Mobile. You know, they sent to collections, you know. So it's all different factors. But the point is, it doesn't matter if you have bad credit, it can be rebuilt again. It does, it does, it, no no credit can't be rebuilt. All credit can be rebuilt. That's what I love about it. You can literally fix your credit, mess it up, and fix it over and over again. Does it take some time? Yeah. So it's just better to do things the right way. But for those of us that aren't, aren't educated, get educated so that way this, those things never happen again. You can live the lifestyle of traveling, uh, you know, with, without actually paying, using your reward miles to fly for free, you know, using reward miles to go into hotels because you have good credit, using those American Express cards, those Delta cards, which accumulate to points. All you're doing tying bills to the car, paying it off, you get points and then you can fly for free. There we go. There we go. Um, you mentioned creditors, um, you know, and, and the, ma the, con the company that you actually have a contract with sending that negative bill off to creditors. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but a creditor comes in, purchases that debt for pennies on the dollar. Then those are the people that are giving you the call saying, hey, you know, we need this money. When can we, you know, this is a this is an attempt to collect the debt, yada, 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 anything, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, so do we, should we ever deal with those people? Uh, do we pay those people ever? Do we talk to those people or what? What's the what's the number one? Okay, I got I have mine, but give me your um, uh, give me your number one rule when it comes to dealing with um, the creditors. Do you? I mean, you on the The first thing is, yeah, you never want to pay debt collectors unless uh, they have a, um, a a deletion letter to delete that debt. So what I tell my clients is this. Uh, when you have collection accounts, stop paying them. It's no point because the thing about it is, let's say I'm Verizon and you're the client. Let's say I do bad business with you and I stop paying my bill, they send it out to collections. And let's say, you, Mr. Wells, you owe me $700. Um, you don't pay me. I'm going to charge it off of my taxes and, uh, you know, uh, sell it to a collection agency for like $325. Right, so I sell to a collection agency for 325. The, uh, the collection agency is going to buy the debt for 325, but then try to collect 700 from you. So they bought it for 325. They'll make a you know a, about a 375 difference, right? And that's how the the collection it's a it's a it's a million dollar industry because the people the lack of knowledge. The Bible says uh, that people perish because of lack of knowledge, right? So you don't if you don't know these things, then you'll be paying these collections and. When you pay collections, what happens if you pay collections without a letter of deletion, it will say paid as agreed. Can that collection item affect your credit still? Yes, it can because it's still on your credit report. So it doesn't matter if you paid off that debt or not. Uh, if you paid off, the, uh, what happens when you go, go buy a house is the realtor can still pull that stuff up. So if you're going to pay these collection agencies, make sure you got a letter of deletion stating that they're going to delete the account if you pay because if you do it it's going to stay paid as agreed on your account and it's still negative derogatory remarks realtors can still see that banks can see, see still do that they can still see it and that'll stop you from getting a loan or a house or even a car because of that derogatory remark 
that you thought you settled, but you really didn't settle. There we go. There we go. And and that's the, you know, the key. You know, people. I, I, I sometimes you post things and you you say things like, um, you know, people are always trying to ask you, are you still with that with the scam or, or something like that? And it's it's interesting, you know. Um, the you know Bible talks about you know it's easier for you know um, a, a rich man you know a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God and it's almost we can almost flip that and say it's easier for a poor person to volunteer for the poor line than it is to get a person to come you know follow you and say no 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 really it's like you know this is really accessible. This is really doable. You could really like, you know, get this thing going. Um, what are your thoughts on, what are your thoughts on people that, you know, come into, you, you talked about reinventing and you talked about the credit, you know, being bad, fixing it, you know, messing it up again, fixing it again. Um, in the same way, do you give you know, people in your business, I mean, if, you, if you're thinking about partnering with somebody, do you give people in your business the opportunity to uh, succeed for a minute, make a few dollars, get lazy, you know, and then fail and then, you know, recover again? Do you, are you, are you open to continually, um, you know, mentoring them if they're, if they're really trying to, to get the information? So that's a good question. Um, you know, um, you know, I'm going to say that, you know, uh, when a person is investing, you know, uh, their money into a business, you got to factor the cost. You got to factor what's at stake. You got to factor what are you doing this for? You got to factor how long do you see yourself, you know, doing this? You got to factor how much income you would like to make. And you got to factor out how, how, how busy is my life? Can I even put time uh, into this business? And a lot of people come, you know, they, they, they get motivated, you know, by a person like me that's coming to them, you know, and telling them about the great things I've done and the great things that they can do if they put their mind to it. But as a person, as a human being, outside of the motivation and all those different things, you got to think about what you can really handle and what you can really do. Because a lot of people come into business and they say you want to make $10,000 or $20,000 a month, but don't got $20,000, $10,000 a work ethic. That's right. And I'm saying, you know, it's a, it's really a mindset thing from shifting from employee to an entrepreneur now, you know, yeah. and that's not always easy. You know, it takes some time because think about it. We're conditioned to work for someone. We, we came into this world knowing that, you know, our parents worked, we worked, and that's how it is. We we didn't know anything about creating or starting a business no one taught me about that stuff in high school or anything like that like i had to figure this stuff out i had to experience life you know and I go through many things so when it comes to a person that um you know is trying or you know they're trying to succeed but they're you know they're failing i'll continuously mentor as long as you're giving 100 percent of your time and you're, you're you're trying to do something with your life i will continuously be there it's when you stop I'll know that you you're just not trying, you're not doing, you're not engaged, you're not on the calls, you're not on the trainings. When those things start to happen, I'm very cautious on who I give my time because I can't get my time back. That's you know what I'm right. saying? So if I'm gonna be investing, if you're gonna be in this business, I'm gonna mentor you, I'm gonna help you, I'm gonna show you, but I need to know if you're running with me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, you know, and 
just give you an example. When I first started this business, <clears throat> I was at my mentor's house two to three times a week. I was at my mentor's house two to three times a week studying this business. I was on the phone with him every day. Every single day I was on the phone with him asking different questions. Um, whenever he went to different meetings, I was there. I was serious about this because I, at the end of the day, my back was against the wall and I told myself I had no other option. Like this is past the work. And if it doesn't, I, I don't know what else will because I wanted to be a cop and you know, God could read direction, redirected my life here. So God, this has to work. You know, yeah. I don't care what I go through, but I know there gotta be some type of light at the end of the tunnel if I just keep on going. So, um, you know, when it comes to mentoring pe uh, people, uh, I know if you're serious, you're serious or not, you know, because I'll give you different tasks uh, to do. If you complete those tasks, let me know that you're coachable. If you're not coachable, I can't, I can't work with you. You know, I, I just can't, you know, you, you gotta be coachable, you gotta be hungry, you gotta have your own ambition. You yeah. can't, my ambition and my dream and motivation won't help you. You got to have your own ambition. You got to have your own why. You got to know what your why is that pushes you every day. Um, you know, it's, it's very, it's interesting. You said, um, you said something very close to, um, it, was, it was at the beginning of what you stated. And I didn't write it down because it just made me think. It was like, you know, oh, you said 10 or 20,000 a month, but they don't have 10 or 20,000 a month effort. And it was, <clears throat> what is so similar is so many thousands of young men have come to me, coach, I want to play in the NFL, coach, I want to, you know, run, run in the Olympics, I want to wrestle in the Olympics, I want to play pro baseball, I want to play in the NBA. And I'm like, cool, no problem, no problem. What are you doing now? Right, and the, so so, I always want to put the ball back in their hands. Right, they make that statement, and I want to play professional sports. And I'm like, great, I had the same dream, and I'm not going to tell you that because I didn't play, you know, big time college football or anything like that, that you can't. Right, I'm never going to say that. Right, but what I am going to say is, what are you willing to sacrifice? To get there, you know, the cat, young people come to me with, I want to play in the NBA. I'm like, well, why aren't you playing for the school now? Oh, they suck. I'm like, well, if they suck and you didn't make the team or you didn't go out for the team, obviously your desire, right, to play basketball isn't that high. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to put it back in their hand and say, well, you told me that you wanted to use this this vehicle of a business to earn 10,000, 20,000, you wanted to exceed the amount of income that you can look forward to getting from your current working situation. And then when you go to, when you go to explain that being an entrepreneur, you know, that's a French term that means literally to make something out of nothing. So it's, it's not at all that, oh yeah, well, you know, now I get to sip coffee all day and I can make my own schedule, I can wake up whenever and I can work. It's like, no, now you gotta work. It, uh, tell me, you know, uh, put the words in my mouth. I, I think it says something close to, the entrepreneur is the only person that is willing to, that will work 
80 hours a week to not work 40 hours a week. 80 hours a week, you know, to build this business to not work 40 hours a week. Uh, so, somebody else. So, like, uh, we're willing to do that people aren't due to and have a life that people uh, dream of having. Something's, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're both applicable. Yeah. Um, and speaking speaking of, you know, quotes and, and different um, things like that, what, what are you reading right now? What's on your what's on your current reading list? Oh, good um, question. I'm reading, I'm reading John Maxwell, uh, the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah, it's fun. A, fr- a friend of mine, um, a teacher friend of mine, we were talking about Maxwell about, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago. And um, I, I'd mentioned I was reading, you know, like the 101 series or, you know, something like that. And, um, you know, the 101 series, for those of you that haven't, haven't read any of Maxwell's writings or um, leadership, communication, team building, you know, so on and so forth down the line. Um, and he was like, yeah, well, you know, I don't really put much, give much credit to Maxwell because, you know, he's a pastor, he's the son of a pastor. And I'm like, you still, he took the, he took the church that he was at from 200 to, you know, 5,000, you know, members or something like that with, with multiple campuses, this, that, and the other. And, and since then, since leaving the pastorate full time, you know, he's, he has written 70 plus books, um, you know, he's been recruited by and, you know, consulted for countries around the world. Um, Chick-fil-A. Huh? Chick-fil-A was a Oh yeah, I'm just saying, just just countries around the world, companies all over the world, um, certainly still, you know, speak speaks and you know preaches and, and those those things. And you know, Maxwell Maxwell's tremendous. Um, I know, um, you know, T.D. Jakes recently put out uh, "Don't Drop the Mic," and I, I haven't I haven't picked it up yet. Um, I'm still working on, still working on sore. Uh, <laughs> you know, he, he's, he, you know, he's putting them out faster than I can get through them because I'm not a book finisher. You know, I want to, I want to get going on something. You know, that when I read something, it's kind of like, you know, it's marching orders. You know, so I'm like, okay, cool, let's go get it. So after, after I get those things done, then the next thing is, okay, let me go back to the book later. Um, but not, I had a friend, Heather, in, in junior high, and Heather used to read Stephen King books. And now, Stephen King is before, you know, J.K. Rowling with the Harry Potter book. But, um, you know, but they were just thick, thick volumes, five, 600 pages. She's like, oh, I'll knock this down this weekend. And I was like, well, what? I don't understand. What, what do you mean? But she's probably the same person that look at me and say, how can you watch so much <laughs> Do you find yourself, how do you, you're, you're, how many hours a week right now are you giving to the business? If you, do you have a, do you keep a tab on your, like on your time that your commitment or is it just kind of constant? Man, uh, as soon as I wake up in the morning, that can be anywhere from six uh, sometimes five, anywhere between five and eight. Uh, as soon as I wake up in the morning, um, 
what I've been doing is, you know, the first thing I've been doing is, um, you know, uh, putting God first, you know, praying. Uh, I try not to, you know, view my cell phone the first thing, you know, when I first wake up. Yeah. And, um, you know, after I spend about an hour with God, I will uh, get straight to it because I got people on the East Coast, Eastern yeah. Standard Time. Yeah. And already going. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Y'all right. So as soon as I wait, I got multiple texts, multiple test messages from my team. Like, hey, can you do a call? Can you do this? Probably missed the phone call, you know, because they already up and going. You know, it's crazy. And uh, you waking up late. <laughs> right. You wake exactly. up way late, oh boy. Right. I got to wake up at four just to meet them at seven, you know? So it's like I'm working on it. But uh, it's, it's, it's tough, you know, waking up early. It's tough. But um, I would say that the amount of hours... Honestly, I would say sometimes it's 10 to 12 hour days, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that, um, you know, of course I take breaks. I may even sure. take a nap. I may, I may, you know, I may even get some, I may go out and get some groceries, but I'm still working. So, um, you know, with, with this type of business, my, you're able to be very flexible. You're not, I can be out grocery shopping and, and still taking calls. So absolutely. Yeah. Business is it's constantly going because I'm always on the phone. You know what I'm saying? Either I'm my personal production or I'm uh, handling calls for my team. So, um, but as far as like winding down time, I would say uh, my winding down time usually after about eight o'clock, eight thirty. So I'll start me eight o'clock. Uh, yeah, about eight o'clock in the morning, and probably don't end till like eight o'clock at night. That's when things start kind of winding down. I really don't, you know, experience any more calls. I may. Uh, inbox some people or call some people, but that's just like my own stuff, you know. So, ten or ten to twelve hour days. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, it's 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 interesting because I, um, you know, I talk with people, and now I'm in a position in my career as a as a teacher and a coach that you know where I can where I'm the one mentoring new teachers and I'm you know doing that for young people coming into the profession and telling them how to you know be successful on campus how to make a career of this uh, you know and and also you know how to get it in terms of in terms of money you know teaching is is a great profession if you do it right to really set yourself up nicely because you have so much evening time you know available once you you know when teachers are off at three you know that's a that's your next that may be your next market where you can tap into some young you know some young uh professionals educators you know where they're you know if they're single they have no children their evenings are free you know right now and they can make some calls and they can you know, attend some trainings and do some different things like that. Um, you know, and then, you know, for a person especially that's that's motivated, that's really trying to excel professionally, give themselves an opportunity to decide if they want to stay with teaching because a lot of people don't. People burn out, and so, you know, having the opportunity to you know work with you know work with someone like yourself, working a business like yours, um, where they have the flexibility not only augment their income but to possibly um, you know replace it you know especially early on you know first year teachers um, 
you know, they're they're they're, they're gonna be all right. You know, they're gonna make more than their uh, you know their counterparts at you know Chick Fil A or you know something like that. They're gonna be around around the fifty around the fifty mark. You know, um, you know, police and firefighters a little you know certainly start a little bit higher, but um, you know it's all about what people want to do. Um, so let me see what time. Oh yeah, we're good. Okay, so let me ask you a couple of questions. A couple more questions. Um, what's um, what's next for you? Um, what, what's a, what's on your immediate agenda for the next in the next sixty days? What's the big uh, what's the big fish uh, in the next sixty days? What's next? A big question. Um, well. What is next, man? Um, that is a big question. Well, that's not even next. That's now. I mean, sixty days. That's gonna that's gonna go by like that. <laughs> or is it just? Is it just? Man, we just going, and we're just going like you know, like for the next sixty days, um, you know, trying to help more people leave their leave their nine to five, man. Like you know, uh, we're trying to help more people more people become more home uh, homeowners. Uh, help more people get their their credit fixed. You know, we're always looking for new uh, new success stories. So, uh, the next sixty days, uh, I would like to see multiple people in my organization go sales director and above, and that's a prestigious position. Pretty much, as sales director, uh, you can pretty much walk away from corporate America if you like. You know, because you're pretty much making anywhere from. I, I mean, the highest I've made at sales director was about about seven thousand at that position. Uh, sales director means that you're pretty much making about 380 off of every business partner that joins your organization. Okay. So, uh, on average, sales director should be making around like three to four K if they're doing everything right. Um, I want to see more sales directors. I want to see more homeowners, people, more people with improved credit, uh, more leaders uh, being born in my organization. Um, but I really just want to see people free. That's that's the ultimate goal to help people become free. And what I mean by free is, uh, you know, pe more people to be able to spend more time with their family, uh, more people to be able to uh, establish uh, what their vision and what their game plan is instead of building someone else's. Uh, free as far as you know, not only that, free uh, e even e e even healthy. Like I want to see more people healthy as well. Like. You got to be healthy doing this business because you know I, I work from home, so it's easy just to. I'm always on the go, you know. So that's pretty much it, brother. Like I haven't, you know, 60 days. Like yeah, I can think about myself in a position that I want to hit, but I I focus on everybody else because if I can get everybody else promoted, I'll automatically promote. So everybody else's growth, everybody else making money. I tell my time. I can't wait till you guys. Uh, show me thousand dollar checks in one week, two thousand, five thousand dollar checks in one week because I've already did it. I yeah. want you guys to, I want you guys to do it because that is true success to me when I can duplicate myself. Yeah, when I can tell other people how to do the same thing and they follow the steps and they're there. And That's so right. far, I would say only two people have duplicated me that they got it. You know what I'm saying? They listen and they're 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 going. You know, the rest we're still training transitioning mindset personal development uh breaking uh psychological barriers all that different stuff this is like this is ministry for me you know like it, it's it, i feel like i'm leading the church uh you know some, somewhat because i'm constantly pouring in pouring in pouring in 
and you know, uh, it's, it's bigger than me. It's not about me. It's about helping these individuals get to a place where God wants them to be. You know what I'm saying? It's not about, it's not about me making money. It's about you guys being free because you, when you think about the generations before you, generations before you probably lived in poverty and poverty and poverty, and now you're here and you're trying to break free. The enemy does not want you to break free. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna try to keep you, as long, and, and keep you there as long as possible. And I know this because for the longest, I was there, I was that person. It seems like uh, my life is a replay of what I'm doing with these some, some of these individuals, you know, like, I'm helping them break cycle up, but I'm able to help them a lot faster. Yeah. I went be a lot longer, but I'm able to help them a lot faster because now I have the blueprint on how to get out. Sure, sure. And that's the and that's the key. If you can give um, you know somebody a system to follow, right? Um, you know that's 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 it. You know that's it right there. Because and that's why it's a that's why it's called multi level marketing um, because. There's, you know, one of the ways that, that I explain it in terms of understanding is to um, to young people. It's like, look, there's certain groups that I'm in, uh, certain circles where I'm the guru, right? And then there's other groups where I'm the grunt and I'm happy to be the usher. And, you know, I'm just glad to be in the room and listen to these, you know, these guys, these giants, you know, in my life that have... You know, they've, they've got the home, they've got the family, they've got the business, they've got the, um, the, the, the respect, admiration, whatever, whatever it was that they were seeking to attain, you know, the brand impressions, you know, and, and all of those sort of things. So when we have, you know, the opportunity to, to exchange, um, you know, it all, it, it rolls down and it builds up. So I take a, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm working with a couple of couple of people now and they're like, oh, I'm trying to get going, I'm trying to get my thing together, you know, because when situations happen, I mean, you know, like you said, you receive, um, you know, pay or quit notifications. Um, siblings, not siblings, but siblings, parents, you know, close friends, relatives pass away. You know, it rocks people differently depending on their their foundation and their you know what their core beliefs and you know what they've what they've been built to withstand. Okay. Uh, so, okay, so we got the next sixty days. Um, what's a what's a what's a big, not a bucket list item for you, but there's something in your business. If there's a, a title or I don't know if you guys do like million dollar rings or you know um, something like that is there give me a career goal and give me a personal goal that you can share um you know with us this evening that um that that's keeping you you know amped up and, and ready to go for each each coming day um You always, you always use uh, stories. I don't know why you use stories and answer questions, but um, my mentor, Mr. Alfred Nixon, he's 28 years old. Uh, lived in Miami, one of the worst cities in Miami, I believe, which was um, Liberty City, which is, if you ever seen First 48, that's the city that he pretty much lived in and grew up in. Um, you know, he uh, he was cleaning up trash on the, uh, on the beach for the sanitation. And... Um, and uh, 
you know, he was living with his parents, going check to check, and uh, he was broke. You know, wasn't really making the amount of money he was uh, looking to make. That was four years. That was four years ago. Um, now he's at a position called Pinnacle Senior Vice President, where he's making about half a million a month. Uh, we're not talking about a year. We're talking about half a million a month. Every single month, four hundred fifty-three or five hundred thousand dollars going into his bank account, and it's just absolutely. Mm. It's crazy, you know. So when we talk wow. about you know what's driving me, I don't think it's the income uh, that I can make. I think it's really the freedom, you know, that I'll have uh, because I'm not doing this for myself. I'm doing this for three, three or four generations down the line, or even yeah. five. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking of ahead. So yeah. uh, my mentor always says that uh, service to many equals greatness. So as long as I learn how to serve, I'll That's never right. have to worry about income uh, That's right. ever, you know. So, um, you know, it's, it's really, you know, I, I don't, I can't even say it's the money, but well, because I don't, I don't do this for the money. I do it because if it feels like the right thing to do, it feels good to help somebody. It feels good to help people break through, you know what I'm saying? Whatever they're going through psychologically, however it goes, it feels good to be able to explain how money works to somebody because I didn't know nobody explained it to me. So, but what's driving me is the, the, the ability to connect with so many different people, increasing my network, uh, establishing business and showing people the way on how this business model makes sense. Uh, yeah. But, you know, is the income amazing? Absolutely. It's, 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 it's phenomenal. I, I love the income here, you know, but that's, that's the, that's one of the, probably say the second thing that's on my list is really about helping the people get to where I am. I want to see them here. It's not about me going to the top. I can say, I want to reach vice president. I want to reach pinnacle. No, I want to reach, I want to help all these people get there. That's where I'm going to be like, you know what? So I did this. I did this because God gave me a vision, but I didn't realize who I was doing it for. I thought I was doing it for myself, but really it was people assigned to my name. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I can't think. I, I don't know. I don't know if we can go up from there. So I think that's a great place, you know, to call it. Uh, this is just the first, you know, first time we're sitting down like this. Uh, I'm so grateful for, you know, the, um, you know, this, this vehicle of, uh, you know, um, you know, tele telecommunication. You know, in this day and age, I mean, when I was when I was a kid watching the Jetsons. It was, it was not even a real dream to say, oh yeah, I'll be able to talk face to face, you know, with one of my friends, you know, around the world or, you know, there in Japan, or I had a pen pal. When I was in a fifth or sixth grade, I had a pen pal in Israel and we really used to write letters, like, and it would be however long, how many ever weeks between, you know, them receiving ours and with us receiving theirs. And, you know, to think that we could be you know, that there's sixth grade classes right now that are just beaming, you know, <laughs> like, you know, waving at each other live and, you know, hey, and, you know, mirroring each other and whatnot. So it's, right. it's, really, it's really cool. And, you know, this, this vehicle right here is the opportunity that somebody created because they followed their mandate. And um, that's really cool. So we want to set the, want to set the next person to play. So how can, um, if people want to get in contact with you, um, you know, and, and I either hear a presentation, you know, to get their credit together, or if they're looking to make a, you know, career transition to become an entrepreneur, uh, how can they, how can they track you down? Um, 
you know, you know, I'll definitely put the links to your um, stuff, but just just say it so they can tap in. Yeah. yeah. You can get Torian Wood. Uh, that's spelled T-O-R-R-E-Y-U-N. Last name is Wood. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram the same way. Uh, those are two uh, platforms I use uh, to connect with others. I haven't tapped into Twitter or YouTube yet uh, or TikTok, but you guys can find me on Facebook and Instagram at that above me. Cool. Yeah, well, you guys, this is... Uh... This is uh, Coach Wellington and our guest this evening, Torian Wood. And uh, this has been I Represent the 2%. And uh, we look forward to our next group and our next guest. And we'll be back with you in a week. Thank you. And, you know, God bless. Have a good week. One second.